Hello, friends. I wanted to issue a special content warning for our sensitive listeners. We will be discussing drugs, degradation porn, gang activity. We will use the term wife beater shirt to refer to an A shirt. And there is some tidbits of homophobia. And we apologize for that. Um, but I just want everybody to know before tuning in. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you. I'm a ho, he's a ho, she's a ho, we some hoes, wouldn't you like to be a ho too? Alright guys, welcome to another episode of Ho on the Now. I am... What? I just said welcome. 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 (laughs) I am supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, Selena. Cute. (laughs) And my co-host is... Comatose Clover. Yep. Can't (laughs) stop, won't stop that comatose clover. If only. <laughs> I've had so much caffeine and caffeine I feel crash none of it. clover. Yeah. Well, it's there wasn't even a caffeine like rise. It was just like, oh, I drink cold brew, matcha, double shot of espresso, a monster, and I could sleep right now. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so come, come maybe you need to like cut down a little bit. I don't know what's going on. I stayed up too late, and my, um... You were up later than me, and I was surprised. Yeah. Because I came home after working. I had a rough night. So I, I was, was, like, I was a hot second away from popping a molly with a client. It was... I was so tempted. Oh, my like, God. But then I was like, no. No. Because then I won't have all of my brain chemicals right. I like, I got to be on point for this. God, I hate Molly. Every time. It's like, for a week <laughs> afterwards, I just feel kind of, like, less than. Really? Yeah, I do. I don't necessarily feel that, but I've never had, like, a, an especially good, like, Molly rolling moment. Actually, no, wait. So if I'm mixing, if I'm mixing... Let's get into our segment called (laughs) Clover and Selena Do Drugs. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, if I'm mixing, like, like ketamine and Molly and a little bit of ecstasy, then it's great. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) We gotta have that triple. (laughs) We gotta triple, triple do it. Uh, I could see... uh... Trifecta, right? see ketamine helping that yeah it feel like so so ketamine like makes you chill out enjoy the body dissociation high of it and then but also molly brings you back into your body and things feel really good and then what was the last thing (laughs) i well i guess no okay so i i should have just said like molly and molly and ketamine ketamolly 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 is great special k Special K. Dang, I really no, I just can't do Molly. Molly can't do yeah. any of that's that stuff. But I was very tempted. I was very tempted is the point of this story. <laughs> Cause I had such a, I had like a really great night, like where people just were giving you the money. They were giving me the monies and people were falling in whoop, people were falling in love and it was a good time. Wow. Yeah. No. no, people love the shit out of me. They do. Hey, y'all, I'm Suave Triple X, the gangster porn, by the way. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so there, was just, there was just a minor digression. I'm just here oh, listening, we were... and uh, I get the pleasure of seeing these two beautiful women, so <laughs> enjoying the view and the conversation. So, uh, just to clarify, that is Suave Triple X. He is the gangster of porn, and he also is a recently published author of the autobiography called How I Became the Gangster of Porn. Wow, I was... Oh, my birthday. <laughs> 
<laughs> how I became it's the gangster of porn. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and we're really excited because he brought us a special copy of his book, and it's available on Amazon for anybody who's interested in buying it. So thank you again for coming to our show. Thanks for having me. Every episode, we begin with a segment called Historical Hose, and this week we celebrate Estella Marie Thompson, also known as Divine Brown. Divine Brown grew up in poverty in East Oakland. She became a street-based sex worker to support her two children. She was successful in her hustle and was able to make a couple thousand during her work nights. She said, quote, I just wanted the best for my children, and I didn't want them to struggle as hard as I had, so I did what I had to. And uh, she did. So Divine Brown kept a low profile until an unexpected client flashed the lights of his BMW in her direction. Oh. Yes, it's a signal. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She approached his vehicle, and they negotiated prices for oral sex. The man was too cheap to go for the hotel room, which is only $100 extra. Um, And he was like, why don't we just do this in the car? And she was like, oh, okay, sure, whatever, cheapo. And so she uh, performed her services in his car. But unfortunately, the man kept pressing the brake pedal, which caused the brake lights to flash, <laughs> which ter- which uh, kind of alerted the police. So, oh, my God. Right? Oh, my God. It's like, what's wrong with his foot? Yeah. <laughs> like, move your foot just, from a fucking pedal. Just why is it me? on a pedal? I yeah. just need to know that to start with. Like, he was just like keeping himself ready to go. He yeah, was, like, I'm just, just like, why is he in the driver's seat? You could just go to the back seat. Isn't that where you're supposed to do it? Because it's easier. Exactly. Then you don't have and like a center discreet. console. Yeah. Exactly. I wonder if he had like the full tinted like window situation or not. Like I'm very curious about why he was in the front getting this blowjob. It sounds completely just, like, it's not fun, too. I mean, I just wonder, like, I mean, he obviously didn't think this out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it also sounds just, like, pretty noobish. Like, yeah, really. Like, he, he just, just didn't like, know. <laughs> this <laughs> is my first time. I'm, like, just... Hey. <laughs> um, so, so the police uh, noticed the flickering brake lights, and uh, they busted... But fuck the police, too. Like, just, you know... Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> just leave the car alone. It's, like It's breaking. It's not, like, you know, speeding up or anything. Exactly. Like, why is it their fucking business, whether the brake lights are on or off? Right? <laughs> Rude. Uh, it's, so, it's so whack. So, um, so the two were busted, and as skewed as the law is, Divine was sentenced to 180 days in jail, um, $1,150 for parole violations. What? And ordered to complete an AIDS education course. What? And I think she was, like, charged with, like, lewd activity or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, what about the the guy? So the John was only fined 1000 $180, so a little bit more money, but he was only placed on two years of probation instead of given jail time. Hmm. Yep. And I don't know if that's because Divine had, like, some prior convictions, but it's still, like, obviously not fair. Like, yeah. two years probation versus 180 days in jail, I mean, that's, like, half a year. That's crazy. Yeah, that's so stupid. And um, he was also ordered to take the AIDS course. So, okay. who was this John? Hmm. Well, it was none other than... 
Hugh Grant. What? Best known for Love Actually. What Ac- a noob. Sorry, go on. <laughs> right? <laughs> best known for Love Actually, Notting Hill, and uh, I guess The Diary of Bridget Jones. I, I've i only watched maybe the the first two, at Love Actually and Notting Hill. I mean, he, he I watched cute. Love Actually. I guess. He, um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, that so, shirt that I like showed you earlier that was like um <laughs> cheap noob i will like fucking punch you out <laughs> cheap noob i will fucking punch you out oh cheap noob i'm sorry but you sucks and i'm gonna kick your ass <laughs> <laughs> i need that on a shirt uh, that's how i'm feeling about hugh grant <laughs> so at the time of the exchange, Divine didn't know who her client was, and she only learned that it was a celebrity whenever she was swarmed by reporters after her arrest. So in the following days, she appeared on a number of TV shows, including The Howard Stern Show and a bunch of other ones. She appeared in a commercial for an L.A. radio station, posed for a Brazilian lingerie company, and for Penthouse and some other uh, softcore porn mags. She also played herself in an X-rated docudrama based on the incident called Sunset and Divine, directed by Ron Jeremy. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she's appeared in, like, various other uh, pornos and other softcore things. And um, Ron Jeremy is that, like, guy that appeared for a long time on the sides of, like, porn sites, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, like, the kind of... Like, weird-looking dude? Yeah, weird-looking... Like, he's, like, what you think of as your stereotypical porn star guy. Oh. Like, kind of ugly... um, He's a little plump, and I guess that he has a very big penis. I guess. <laughs> well, I guess like a throwback, because I mean, Ron Jeremy's like very iconic. Mm, yeah, I think that like whenever I was seeing his ads on the side, I was like young or something, mm-hmm. and I didn't ever like watch any of his vids. But I remember being. I never like, watched What's any of dude? his. I never watched any of his uh, vids either. But I also feel like it's that t- it's from that time where like every porno had music over it, yeah, some like slap bass, oh god, <laughs> or like I, or some rock and roll. <laughs> there's something about like music over porn that just like grates me. I hate it's it. It's so bad. It's just <laughs> why do you do this? Yeah, because it's also just like Not- sometimes. Like, people have weird taste in music, or, like, I hate whenever people overlay dubstep. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) And it's, it's like, the whole point of it is, like, because it's an auditory experience as much as a visual experience. Exactly! But I guess it's just because, like, a lot of these, like, porno, like... Uh, porno making companies and whatnot are super cheapo and like don't mm. put in money for the sound oh. stuff. So but maybe, even like shit quality, even like, shit quality sound is and shit is, is like, better. <laughs> well, I think it's not so much just the breathing. I think it's also like the. Oh no, I was talking about breathing in like a sexy way. Like, well, no, I don't mean that. But I'm saying is like the problem with the sound quality isn't like the sounds going on in the room. It's the outside stuff. So like mm. maybe if a siren is going by or there's like a lot of traffic outside the window like (laughs) there's just like outside noise that's hard to like edit out and people like get sensitive about that i guess i guess so um anyway back to our historical ho divine brown uh aka estella marie thompson uh estella appeared in a lot more uh other stuff over the years and she managed to rack up how much you gonna guess fifty thousand 
1.6 million. Wow. From publicity related to her arrest with Hugh Grant. Oh. Yeah, right. Okay, nice. <laughs> right? I'm like awesome. That worked out. Yeah. So she and her uh, now ex-husband bought or I guess ex-partner bought um a four-bedroom home in Beverly Hills. Ooh. And that's so- where they are right now. I think so, although, like, the, the so all of the articles kind of tap out around 2007. I guess that's kind of like... Give me, give me. Give me, give me. Beverly Yeah, so they bought that four-bedroom, and selfless as always, Brown used the money to put her daughters through private education. Well, oh, private. Yeah, private school. Crazy. So she said, quote, everything worked out for the better. <laughs> it helped me turn in it into something positive. I was blessed that it could get me out of that lifestyle. So Brown is now pursuing a music career, presumably enjoying her life, bawling out after what could have been something terrible, but that instead turned out to be a blessing. And then, <laughs> so Grant, so people really commend Hugh Grant for how he handled it in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And I... I don't know how I feel. Like, I feel like he should have been punished as much as she was, but also I don't feel like either of them should have been punished. Like, I feel like there just should have been some equality in the situation. Yeah. So he said about the incident, quote, I think, ultimately, the pros and cons about evened out, actually. In his very (laughs) British way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yep. You know, this reminds me of, this is semi- Whenever Janet Jackson had that nipple slip and mm. then was banned from the Super Bowls, and but um, it was like Justin Timberlake's fault, and then like but yeah. he's invited to perform. Yeah, that was so wrong. Yeah, that and, was so so wrong. And she was made to apologize for it, but wasn't it that he like accidentally like pulled down her shirt or something like that? Like she didn't even like flash the audience. It was just that like there was a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, it's really not fair. I feel so bad that, like, she just got blamed. And it's like, the real issue is just that you're not allowed to have nipples out because, for whatever reason, it's a crime. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) how many men have been shirtless for, like, NFL performances? I know. Like, come on. Really, though? It's like, you're not allowed to take off your shirt and it's hot or whatever the fuck. Like, that's just crazy. So, anyway, yeah, Grant was, like, commended for how he uh, handled it. He was just kind of, like... He was like, haha, yeah, I actually did get caught getting a blowjob from Divine. <laughs> he was just like, kind of like, well, it, it happened, and um, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's kind of a funny dude. Yeah, I mean, like, there's nothing especially disagreeable about him. Yeah, no. <laughs> he wanted a blowjob. Oh, I think he was like, say, <laughs> he, he was like talking to his agent, who's this like real Hollywood guy, and he was like, how bad is it? And the guy was like, well, it's not very good. <laughs> It's not good. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's in part why Hugh Grant's career kind of, like, stumbled for a bit around that time. Oh, really? Yeah. There was just, like, a moment where people kind of stopped working with him. But it's not like he wasn't still rich as fuck, still, like, living off of all of their residual plays of love, actually. Mm -hmm. Because how many times do you see that on every station? For real. So last episode, we kind of started um, with talking about getting into porn, but I kind of want to backtrack a little bit before that. So you kind of talked about um, going to prison. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened and and um, how long were you locked up? 
uh, Wichita. <laughs> the, <laughs> well, the Sad time to say, to it porn. wasn't just once. Well, okay. Uh, so when was the first time? Prior to porn. Um, it was a three-year bid. Um, I used to have a Porsche chop shop. Mm-hmm. And um, I was involved in high-speed chase. Mm-hmm. And in a Porsche. I wasn't the driver. Mm-hmm. But the driver was faster than me. And we don't tell where I'm from. So mm-hmm. I got caught and went to prison, took the bid, took the case, and uh, went to prison for my first time. And they gave me three years. And that's when I got out with the prison physique and got in the porn. I mean, that's kind of... I mean, three years is a long time to be in prison, but it's also kind of um, baller to be locked up for Porsche racing. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Which is how I got the name, the gangster porn. You know? Yeah, that is pretty gangster. Gangbagger, in and out of prison. Yeah. Were you were you like involved in gangs? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's crazy that they see would the like blue rag on the book. give so much time. <laughs> the font, the blue. Oh blue yeah, band. I see the I see the blue bandana. Yeah, it's, from Carson. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, East Coast Crip. East Coast Crip. Mm-hmm. Do you ever leave the gang, or is, are you always you're always in it? You can't leave it. You can't leave it. <laughs> it's forever. They'll come find you. No. Yeah, there's no. Hey, homie, can we go? Nah, I love my I love my homie. So I'll never leave him. Turn my back on him. I mean, that's really interesting too. Yeah. Like, cause it's, in the previous episode, you mentioned how your first shoot you saw. Bloods and Crips hanging mm. out on set together. Yeah. Yeah. Did you were you like initially kind of scared being around the Bloods? Like, what's going on? Like, no, I look like a scary. Like, I'm I mean, you scared. don't look like you're easily scared. Like, I mean, nah. you know, I wouldn't if, if like I found. If I mean, I, it puts you on alert. It's like, hey, yeah. I got my clothes, got my mm-hmm. pants down. This is blood and gray. Yeah. Nah, nah, I mean, we talked about it, you know, and uh, you know, it's just like a camaraderie when you're doing porn. It's like another family. Really? Yeah, it was like, oh shit, we ain't here for that. Home. We just doing our shit. Like, mm-hmm. All right, cool. Did yeah. you um, did you mostly work with like black porn directors, or was it like a mix of white and black? And no, most of the directors was white back then. Oh. Mm-hmm. What what companies did you shoot for? Um, Dark Side Entertainment was like the main one. He gave me one of my first gigs. Um, he was my best friend, Nikki Stark. So he owned the company. And then um, I worked for West Coast. I worked for Vivid. I worked for Hustler, Playboy. It's everybody. Metro, yeah, I worked for all of them. <laughs> all wow. Of them. Mm-hmm. Wicked, all of them. And um, so it was all like white directors, but it was it, were you having sex with, like, were you doing scenes with black porn star like black women it was black women it was interracial it was interracial mm-hmm. so it's kind of every it was everybody and everything mm-hmm. yeah and then i kind of like got the um i'm not i wouldn't say black ball but there was like you know this dude's a gang bear coming on set with a 40 house shoes on <laughs> blue flannel i mean it's like sort of some of the white companies didn't really want to fuck with me oh you know which was cool because i didn't really want to fuck with yeah me. yeah i mean it's so, good yeah i kept a hood <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you don't want to change yourself yeah. for other people and whatever. Yeah. I mean, I would for the, you know, what I mean, for, for the, for the, for the money and for what I was really supposed to be there for, mm-hmm. which was business, and to make money. You know, I would have changed and adapted to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I felt like I didn't have to. Yeah, why? Why? I mean, yeah. for sure. All I know is do is me. So yeah, they can't respect that and roll with that and fuck them. What does, like, a typical set look like? Like, 
Oh, well, what kinds of things are essential to it? You know, like lube, mm. towels, maybe. A lot of lube, plenty of towels. Um, naked women. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no such thing as fluffers and all that shit. There's no fluffers. There's no Wait, fluffers. what's a fluffer? So a fluffer is the mythical little person who gives the male stars blowjobs in between sets to keep them hard. Oh, so that in doesn't scenes. actually happen. But you have to be a professional though, and get your dick hard yourself. Yeah. yeah. Even sometimes the women that you work with. Um, won't even help you. Yeah. Mm. I'd be like, you a pro, nigga, get your dick hard. Let's go. Yeah. I'm not going to suck your dick for 30 minutes. Yeah. So you get your dick hard all the time. You know, mm. you know, and jack your dick off. I mean, okay, so let me go back and retract that. Mm-hmm. So there's there's gang bangs that we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To where it'll be like two, three hundred guys and one chick. Mm-hmm. Whoa, 300? 200, well, 300? Little, <clears throat> okay, so. What was the biggest, what was the biggest gang gang you've been in? The uh, Indy 500. Oh, wow. Indy 500. And was it 500? <laughs> it was 512. What? Whoa. And they, every single person did get involved? I went twice. Whoa. <laughs> 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 Our tech just cracked up right there. <laughs> Shout out to Chris. That was, that was on that one. So it was... Um, I forget her damn name, but um, <laughs> uh, I forget her name. It's really popular too. So anyway, she did the Indy 500. It was really nice. They had a, a actual like NASCAR race car. Uh huh. Yeah, she said she lay back on the hood. Oh wait, did they put any cushions? Nah. Well, they might have put a towel or something, but no. Nah, How long did that take? All day. All day. So it was the pros. We were there, and then you had the, the civilians, too. Because mm-hmm. uh, you could sign up to do it, too, and you just have to have your test, have your paperwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had those guys. Whenever I see gangbangs, I see, like, a handful of people who don't have masks, but a lot of times, like, non-pros have masks on. Was that the case? Sometimes they do. Sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a certain scenes, you know, they allow it, like Bukaki scenes, mm-hmm. where guys are, like, you know, civilians, regular people, married and their wife might not know they always yeah. want to do porn or this is their little side gig that they yeah I mean yeah. everybody has their secret life in a way <laughs> damn I don't want to remember who the hell this chick was <laughs> but I fucked twice and can't remember oh my god um, oh damn okay well I mean it's been what you said 22 years and 20 well, that, years in the that industry scene, yeah that scene happened in like 98 Oh, wow. Maybe so that's know. a long time ago. That's Yeah. A, I went there with, like, Lexington yeah. Steel and Mandingo. Oh, nice. Wow. How is it working with uh, Lexington and Mandingo? Oh, man, they cool. Man. More people. Nice. Mm. Do you keep in touch? Are you still friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's so cool. We did a segment <coughs> on uh, Lexington recently, and I wanted to do one on Mandingo at some point. Yeah, he just got married. Oh, wow. Sure. To Obsession. Well, congratulations to uh, Obsession and Mandingo. Yeah, they're both with talent. That's awesome. And they fell in love. Like, that was a whole nother. And that was at a gangbang scene. So, the five, <laughs> uh, Houston, that was her name. Houston. Houston. It was okay. Houston 500. It was 512 guys. And me and Mandingo went twice. Let me tell you why. <laughs> they had fluffers there. Uh-huh. And it was like seven chicks on their knees lined up. Wow. Beautiful, wow. beautiful women, right? Mm-hmm. And... One chick, um, I think her name was Deja Blue. Deja Blue. Yeah, she was a tiny little white chick with these crystal blue eyes. And I was, 
And like, this is my first time experiencing like fluffers. I'm like, damn, it really is fluffers. Okay, cool. <laughs> so you start. Damn, with, you really exist. Yeah. So you start like with, a unicorn. With one, <laughs> right. So you stand in line like you're waiting for a fucking free lunch, mm-hmm. and you stand in line, and there's one, the first one, and there's like seven of them, and they keep you hard until you go to the actual mm-hmm. girl you gonna have sex with. Yeah. So that's what that was, and <laughs> days out blue was killing guys off because a lot of guys didn't make it past her and those crystal blue eyes. Oh. Right. She so was, she was just kind of making guys pop on accident. Yeah. No, yeah, on accident, but, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, they weren't upset about it, probably. No. Nah. Well, the guys, so yes, so, the guys I mean, were upset. Well, probably the directors were like, yes. like, fuck you guys. Like, you had one job. <laughs> right. And it's like, oh, so were the, so with the Indy 500, were they supposed to, like, all come in the scene? No, nah, everybody couldn't pop. So it was, it was just, like, to pop in for a second. Yeah. So when the first time we went, we were like, okay, let's see how this goes. So we're getting, first we're going through the fluffers. We're like, oh, this is cool. Seven chicks on their knees. We're getting this way and talking. Is this the scene? Uh, look, that's it. Wow. Let me see it. Yeah, so we're pulled up Pornhub and we're checking to find. Oh, wait, no, we no, found no. this video. Hold on, hold on, because this. Oh, were you part of this scene and it's a different scene? Yeah, this ain't the one. Well, I'm right there, actually. What? <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing. Hey, but. there you are. Yeah. <laughs> I see you. He's in the white shirt. Well, yeah, it was oh actually a Houston 500 shirt they gave us. Aw. Yeah. Wow. But there's actually one with her on the car, too. Well, that's like another Houston scene Clover with 500 people. Clover's stalking me. So it's crazy that it happened. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. I've never even seen that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see the, um, it's a, a Netflix thing called like After Porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah have they have like that. one, two, and three. Yeah, I've and seen one of them. I'm in one. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, oh wow. I watched that so many years ago. Yeah. I have to like. I look so young. What is it? After life porn. after porn. Like yeah, life after, after porn. porn. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was like a lot of interesting stories in that one. Like mm-hmm. a real mix of people doing all kinds of different things. Like there was like one woman who like joined Mensa and stuff. So real variety. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. So that scene right there. So when we get to the girl, we get to Houston. I'm trying to think, is it was a condom or not? Can't remember. Well, so we get there and she was like, Hey so man, I'm like, what's up? She's like, give it to me. So I fucking put my dick in and started getting into it. I'm like, all right, cool, next guy. I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. So they were just letting us get like a few pumps in yeah. just to say, uh, you know, she Just got to say that she like, actually got fixed by 500 count, guys. Right. Okay. So I went around a second time. I'm like, fuck that. I'm like, what's up? So, <laughs> so the director's like, can you give us a pop? I'm like, yeah. We just got suck about seven bad women. <laughs> yes, I'm ready to come. So, like, right, cool. uh, yes, all I right. am ready to come. So <laughs> like, all right, we're going to swap at your legs and give us a pop shot. Like, all right, cool. So, I, I, um, they let me get a few strokes in and boom, pulled out, like, came on her stomach. And then I think Mandigo popped too. Wow. So, it was pretty cool. Wow, that is pretty cool. But the Mandingo story. So I'm, we met Mandingo on set to do a gangbang. His first scene was a, was a gangbang. His first scene ever? Yeah. Wow. Because a lot of new guys do, you know, oh, that's how they get Oh, because it's like lower oh. pressure. So they open it to the public. Gotcha. Like bring a test and be ready to, you know, perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was, I guess he was trying to get into the industry. Mm-hmm. And then um, he showed up to the spontaneous ecstasy gangbang. Mm. Or I think she tried to break um, 200 
I think she did like 252 or 352. Wow. So That's impressive. <laughs> it was funny. So John Sally was on set. I don't know if I should say that, but <laughs> there were celebrities on set, like Curtis Blow and a couple other people. Mm-hmm. So um, Mandingo shows up, and um, and we have fluffers there, and Obsession was one of the fluffers. Mm-hmm. So he walks up to her and fucking whips out. She's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and it was love at first sight. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, oh, shit, who's this new guy with this big-ass fucking dick? And, like, and he called himself BDF, Big Dick Fred. So, big Dick um, Fred. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, nigga, what the fuck is BDF? He's like, Big Dick Fred. I'm like, oh, <laughs> So that's what, that was his name initially. So, um... The director's like, oh man, are, are you new in the industry? Like, yeah, it's my first thing. Like, oh man, we need we need to get your number. We're gonna we're gonna make you a regular. Mm. So he's like, all right, cool. So I'm like, hey, I guess you mean. He's like, man, I'm trying to get into porn. I'm like, okay. I was like, where you from? Like, I'm from Carson. I'm like, Carson. Oh, so same place. Yeah, yeah, he lived in my neighborhood. What? Yep. So he just wasn't affiliated, nothing like that. So mm. that's oh, why. Okay. I didn't. So um, I went. <laughs> This is embarrassing. So I go up there to fuck spontaneous shit. She's like, come on, so I've been wanting to fuck you. I'm like, what? I'm like, shit, I've been wanting to fuck you because she was like, you know, somebody in the industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, yeah, because she's a chick with the Tupac tattoos and all that oh. stuff, big ass titties. Mm-hmm. She was in a lot of like Black Tail magazine, so I had seen her already. Mm-hmm. So um, I go up, fuck her, pop, cool. I get back in line, go up, fuck her, pop, cool. Wait, twice? You popped twice in that one? Wow. How old were you? Hold on. Okay, okay. (laughs) But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. So I got on my white beater and my shoes. I'm like basically naked. I'm sitting there talking to John Sally and shit, whatever, fucking, you know, hanging around and shit. So the dude had the bullhorn. We need some wood on the set. So I'm like, oh, fuck. So he's looking around and shit. Suave, come here. We need we need some dick over here. So fuck, so I had to go a third time. Oh wow. How did you feel at that point? Uh, I was cool. You were cool, like you weren't tired or anything. You were after like... the fifth time I was tired. Oh, oh my god. god. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so. okay. We'll continue on. There's more to this story. <laughs> There's more. Okay. So after god. I went up there the sixth time. What? <laughs> and final time. I'm like, yeah, this is it. Yeah. You're like, you're like I'm not I'm tapping fucking out. her for everybody. Like, these niggas got to put in their work. Someone's got to, <laughs> like, you need more wood. Like, right. You need to call in all ch- the artillery. Right. I need some fucking Gatorade or some shit. So, <laughs> so, I went up six times and popped six times. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Did yeah. your dick hurt after that? Nah, it didn't hurt, but I was just like, I was done. I was tired. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo. Wow. Oh, that's another person that was there. Um, Keith Amos was there. Mm. He's an actor. And um, he actually passed away the next morning. Oh. It was crazy. Wow. I co- okay, so let me tell you a backstory on that. So I'm at a party, a um, house party at Heather Hunter's house. So everybody's there. Joe to see everybody. We're partying, chilling, shooting pool. And uh, at the end of the night, Heather was like, Suave, this is my homeboy Keith. I'm like, yo, what's up? She's like, yo, he's an actor. He just did that movie, um, Book of Love with Holly Berry and all that stuff. He, mm-hmm. he had that Got Milk commercial where he, mm-hmm. he drinks the milk and he puts water in, like, slides it over. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen him before. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, man, I always want to see a porn scene, man. You know, can you take me on set one day? Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit, I got to do a scene in the morning. It's a gangbang. You might like it. He's like, oh, fuck yeah. Wow, yeah. So I didn't have what a car at the time. Right. So I'm like, yo, man, come pick me up. 
we'll go to the set, you know, it'll be cool. So we did all that. So he was there that day. Wait, can I pause for a second? Did you say that you did a Got Milk commercial? He did. Oh, he did, he did. Yeah, he was famous for that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Got Milk <come> commercial. <laughs> so, uh... So he was there that day. He's like, man, I had the time of my life, man. Thanks, bro. It was, it was cool. So I was like, it's not over, man. I'm about to go to this party and shit, you know, something. And, you know, after hours, it's chill. So he's like, all right, cool. So we went to the party and all that shit. And then um, he's like, yo, I'm going to leave right now. Go home and, like, take a nap, man. I'm fucking tired. And then uh, I'll catch up with you later on. I'm like, all right, cool. So... After that, he met back up with me, went to the after hours. So we're in the after hours, you know, they got strippers there and shooting dice and all kind of shit. It was in L.A. Mm-hmm. And it was real smoky in there. He's like, man, he's like, so I, mean, I got to go, man. There's too much smoke in here. I, mm-hmm. I can't be around this shit. Yeah. So little did I know, he suffered from severe asthma. Oh. And when he went home to take a nap, he had his, like, oh CPAP machine and all that. He was kind of, like, doing all that shit. Uh-huh. And so he had my stuff in his trunk. Uh-huh. And he was like, you know, call me in the morning and, um, you know, I'll bring you your stuff, you know, because it's in my trunk. I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck, I forgot. So I'm like, all right, it's cool. So the next morning, I called his phone. Like, me and Tony everybody we was at the after hours, and we went to mm-hmm. the casino. And then after that, you know, we was headed home. It was like 9 in the morning. <laughs> so... I called Keith's number to go get my shit. And a lady answered the phone. She's like, hello? I was like, hey, I'm going to speak to Keith. She was like, um, who is this? I'm like, this is Suave. She's like, well, this is Keith's auntie. And, um, you know, Keith passed away this morning. Wow. I said, look, lady, I said, that's not that's not funny. I, you know, I just met Keith and, you know, he has my stuff in his trunk. Yeah. I just want to come by and get my stuff. Like, that's just not funny. She was like, what? She's like, Keith was with you yesterday? I'm like, yeah, he was with me all day yesterday. She's like, oh, my God. She's like, look, um, I know who you are, and I know you didn't know, but Keith suffered from severe asthma. Mm-hmm. And when we opened the door this morning, he was, you know, on the floor dead. And, oh you know, God. like, I'm serious. And she was like, but can you come by? She's like, because the family's been calling, and they would like to talk to you because you were the last one. You were the last oh. person. I was like, I was oh. like, lady, are you serious? That's crazy. She's like, yeah. She's like, for real. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, okay, I'm on my way. So I had Tony drop me off there, and I walk inside, <clears throat> and John Sally's in there sitting at the kitchen table. And then another friend of mine was there. Like, you know, we happen to have, like, people that we knew. So John fucking grabs me. He's like, come here. We went in his room. He's like, what the fuck did you do last night? Oh. I'm like, nigga, I showed him a good time. We went to the fucking porn set. You seen this there? And we went to a uh, house party and we went to the after hours. He was like, man. He was like, Swab, you killed this nigga. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, I'm like, shut the fuck up, John. He's like, but fuck. He's like, he's like, no, he's like, he couldn't take all that smoke at the after hours. Oh, God. And it was too much, you know. I was like, fuck, man. So, we was in his bedroom. I seen the CPAP machine, all these hoses and shit. I'm like, man, this shit was serious. Yeah, was yeah, like, I know. Yeah. It's like, he, I wish he'd said something. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't know. And I was so like, tragic. you know, go home. He was trying to hang out. Yeah. So. Oh, that's yeah. so hard. I mean, it's like, how can you know unless somebody tells you? Exactly. So, his brother called because he was from, like, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. 
So his brother called and they put me on the phone. And he was like, man, he was like, hey, man, you know, I'm like, I'm sorry about your brother, bro. Like, you know, he was like, it's all good, man. You were the last person you know, to see him. Like, how was he? He was like, he was cool, man. I didn't even know, you know, anything about it. And he was like, I was like, he's like, can you tell me about the day? I'm like, yeah, he said, you want to see a porn Oh, set? my God. <laughs> So I'm fucking this chick. Oh, <laughs> so, that's that's wild. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, how do you? Ex- like, I mean, what did he? How did he react? How did the brother react to like finding out that? That's kind of like, well, my your brother died because he was having a really good time and wanted <laughs> to go see a porn set and stop by a gangbang, did a party afterwards. Like, yeah. Like, so I had, to, I had to break all that down too. I said I met your brother at Heather Hunter's house, a friend of mine. He said he wanted to go to a porn set, so I took him to one yesterday and. You know, he told me he had the time of his life. He was like, oh, thanks. Aww. I was like, huh? He's like, my brother said he had the time of his life. Oh, like, fuck. Yeah. So it was, it was crazy. Yeah. How do you feel? Were you sad? Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like I had a new best friend. He was like, You're like we're going to hang out. We're going to kick it. I was like, yeah, Aww. yeah. He's oh like, you're hella God. cool. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. No, that's so hard. That's so scary. It's just... You know, life is so fragile, and it's gone in a second. Yeah, I didn't realize who he was until afterwards. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> back to sex. <laughs> <laughs> back to back to pornography. Yeah. So, how many gangbangs have you shot? Do you think? Oh lord. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> too many. Too, too many. many. Yeah, too many. What was, so, like, what was your first gangbang like? Were you prepared and, like, had you shot... A, Hell no. Had you <laughs> shot a scene with, like, another guy in the room with you at that point? No. So no. it was just kind of straight from, like, you know, you and women to, like, you and a, a one woman and a group of guys. <laughs> All right. So y'all ready to laugh? <clears throat> My first gangbang was... <laughs> it was called White Trash Whore. Oh. <laughs> Part like twenty or some shit. Wow, or it's maybe a series. Five it's a series. People kept coming back for more with this title. Yeah, actually, you know what? Scratch that. My first game bang was called Blacks and Blondes. Blacks uh. and Blondes. So it was like, how many women? Was it just one woman? It was one woman and, and two, all black men. Two other guys. Yeah. Okay, so it was just three of you. Yeah. Well, the three three men and one woman, so four people in total. Yeah, and I struggled through that scene. It really? was like my second scene. Re- oh, ever? Yeah. <laughs> what then, What was the struggle about it? Having sex behind other dudes. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't my thing. Yeah, it wasn't my thing, and I wasn't used to it. I never did it. Yeah. And the mental thing, it was like, this thing is just fucked her, and I got to put my dick in. Like, hmm. <laughs> so... No, I mean, this is interesting. Yeah, it's, it was, it's also like, it's like you're encountering like a lot of new things as you entered into porn that you were just really I was totally just not exposed to, to. And yeah. like, you had been having like kind of what sounds like, you know, kind of conservative sex with your girlfriend who was like a Christian girl mm. and all of that. And she didn't really watch porn with her for what, like a decade when you were together about like, mm. so, and then to transition to like going from zero to like... <laughs> 500 yeah. people gangbang. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, went to, from jacking off three times a day in prison to getting out to doing porn. It was like, oh, porn? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. 
it was kind of it was different so do you feel like you kind of like opened up your mind as you went along like you were like okay i mean i can do this yeah you had to mm-hmm. yeah yeah you had to be uh, more open-minded more alcohol did your kinks <laughs> change like because of it or do you have like you what change? your kinks or like things that you're like yeah, into? yeah, yeah. yeah definitely yeah. yeah, it opens it up. Yeah. To like, all right, well, that's not what I, it's not as bad as I thought it was, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you don't know until you try. It's like, I don't know, like, um, just white girls, period. I ain't never been with a white girl either. Mm. So it was kind of, like, different. Um, but white trash, let me tell you. Okay, so <laughs> we get on set, and it was... Uh, Five niggas, and we just like, okay, cool. So the director's like, all right, she's a white trash whore. So I want you guys to fuck shit out of her and just talk shit to her. Uh-huh. And we're at a trailer park, and I'm like, what? And I'm on parole, so I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah just fucking slap her around, just fucking, and just fuck the shit out of her in every hole. Okay. Wow. I'm like, nah, y'all go. I'm gonna watch. Like, yeah, I'm gonna see. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's Tony Everready and Byron Long and Devin Weed, and they're like, and, oh, and they're like, all right, action. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Tony walks up to her. She's on her knees like, come here, you little white trash. Woman. Suck this dick. And she just starts like fucking her throat. I'm like, oh my whoa, God. what the fuck is this? Yeah. And, yeah, that's intense. Yeah, and here comes fucking Big Dick Byron. He's like, yeah, f- come here. Woman. Whoa. And, and, and we grabs her ass and picks her up in doggy style and starts fucking her. And I'm like... What the fuck? Where do I fit in this shit? What's it yeah. like, like at the end of a scene like that? Like, is everyone kind of like, hey, like, hope you're doing okay? Like, is there an aftercare for her? Because I feel like hell no. I was like, thanks, woman. No, no, oh no. It's it's no aftercare. Um, wow. That was funny though. There, there needs to be for this one scene, but yeah. um, yeah. I mean, it seems like that would be really rough on her to like have all these people just no, being really No, it's her mean. job. This is what she likes to do. Well, I mean, but yeah. Even if it is your job, it's it, like... Yeah, I mean, like, it may be your job, but, like, she's still a human, you know? Is she? Yes! <laughs> yeah, what? No, let me tell you. Okay, so let me get into the scene. So, the BJ part is cool and all that shit. So, I'm just like, what the fuck? So then the director's, all right, let's get some anal. Mm-hmm. I'm like... <laughs> you know, I don't want to do that either, you know. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, DP time. It's time for DP. Let's get two dicks in here. And I'm like, I'm trying to fit in somewhere. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so they're doing that shit. So I go put my dick in her mouth. All right, here, something. Give me some head. I'll uh-huh. just. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of different, man. If you like, if you're not hip to that shit, then it's like you know. And this is we're talking about '98. Wow. Back so then, like, anal was like okay. Put the head in. Let me get like three strokes, and then you know, it's anal. Yeah, right, yeah, good job. Yeah. Now it's like a whole scene, anal only, and they're like pounding there. It's like it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. It's so different. It is really different. But you know, so I it was like a that. really quick DP kind of anal. Then at it that was, point. yeah, it was. It was like basically you anchor with the ass, and then the dude fucks her in the vagina. Oh, okay, so, yeah. And me, can't do it. Yeah, I can't do DPs. It's like I'm not. Cause you gotta like, well you can't see, but you gotta like lay back, uh huh, insert your dick. She leans back, and here comes a guy between your legs and her legs to fuck her. Uh huh. Balls clapping. I'm like, nah, my dick went limp. I'm like, yo, get somebody else. I'm cool. I can't. Yeah, I always mm. wondered about like 
the comfortability of that or like it seems like so hard to get it seems like cumbersome primarily like how do you align everybody so that you're able to do it without dicks just kind of slipping out there's no way and it's (laughs) and it's just and yeah i mean it's like you kind of have to just be comfortable with like you know if you're a guy being really close to another guy like be fine with that and you gotta be kind of into it yeah i think you gotta be kind (laughs) of into it you gotta stay hard through the whole thing right which means you gotta like it yeah, I mean, you know, everybody like likes it. a different thing. <laughs> I tried it twice, flopped twice. Really? Stun dick, somebody else come on. Oh. <laughs> I'm cool, yeah. Not I mean, you know, everybody's them. got their limits. So. Yeah, I can't. Uh, so, and then also you got the chick, she's got a dick in each hand, she's... I don't even know how she's able to do this. I always wonder. Put the dicks together, do like a whole thing. I just like don't understand how the women are not so exhausted, like handling a scene with so many guys and like trying to keep track of dicks and just like Mm -hmm. her body must be so tired by the end. These chicks love it. They into it and they go full throttle. It's like that's what they do. I mean, it's kind of it is cool. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to take away anybody's. um, They have no shame. Well, I don't no. want to take anybody's, anybody's, you know, like, uh, desire for it, you know? Like, you don't yeah. have to desire whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So there's a, <laughs> there's a, um, who is it? It's a, it's some guys, what's this shit called? It's a scene, it's a blowjob scene these guys do. White guys with black girls. I forget the name of the shit. These guys are brutal. Mm. They're career enders. Like, they've ended girls' careers. Really? Oh, what do you yes, mean? it's bad. How so? Um, it's just so... So they're fucking girls in the mouth and just making them gag and making them throw up, uh-huh. making wow. them spit, and they'll put the... They'll have, like, a bowl and have the... Woman? Throw up in the bowl and just, like, Whoa. get the shit, and they'll take it and dump it on her head. What? And then Whoa. they'll fucking, like, hold it and suffocate it until she... <laughs> I mean, and like I'm t- it's, oh. <laughs> to watch it is like whoa. Yeah, that's really sad. I mean, I yeah, like that's the girls that need therapy after that. Yeah, I mean, it just seems. I mean, that's really sad that like they would. That feels like a niche that people want to see. Yeah. That you know, like, I mean, it's like you know, I personally want to see porn where people are enjoying themselves. Yeah. Ideally, right. right. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't. <laughs> I mean. I guess the whole logistics of porn, like, it doesn't sound like it's fully pleasurable or even, like, a lot of times mostly pleasurable. Like, you know, you're saying 60% is, like, good fucking and then 40% is, like, the whole endurance of it. No, it's it's 60% of actual fucking. The other 40 is, like, you can't go full throttle. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, So pacing yourself. But it is... So don't get me wrong. On the other side of the coin is, like... The fun scenes, the cool scenes, the mm-hmm. funny scenes. Like, I've done scenes with Obsession, and we'll do anal and shit, and, you know, we'll be laughing the whole fucking time, the whole fucking scene. They're like, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're fucking, we're having sex. That's <laughs> we're good. like, cracking jokes and shit. Yeah. Like, because at one, I'm like, she's in the bed, we're in the bed, we're playing sleep, and we're, like, hitting each other, like, laughing. <laughs> this, this is funny shit. And then I'm fucking, there's one scene, I'm fucking her in the ass, and she fucking sneezed or something. And, like, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? I'm and they were like, oh, salsa on the set. We need a towel. We got salsa everywhere. Oh, like, my God. Yeah, it was, <laughs> oh, she shot on your dick? 
I mean, that's what happens. It's in your butt. Like, what is, I mean, what do you expect? That makes you, like, close on some level. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You're, like, best friends at that point (laughs) if you continue fucking after that time. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, that's sweet. We were best friends, though. We still are. I talked to her the other day. That's sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just funny. Like, me and her have the funnest things. Like, it's, it's, mm-hmm. our chemistry is just like, you know, <laughs> it's funny. Do you ever worry about some of the porn stars that you work with? Worry as in as stalkers? In... <laughs> no, like, do you ever? Whoa, do you have stalkers? Oh, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I mostly mean, like, do you ever worry, like, you know, like, you maybe do a scene with somebody and you're like, you, like, are not fully there or like you're like this doesn't seem like it's good for you like it seems like you're in a dangerous situation for yourself like do you ever get concerned um i wouldn't say a dangerous situation just maybe a situation i don't want to be in because i'm not into it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't even want to say what scene that was it's so embarrassing yeah um <laughs> so this one i knew i was a professional mm. i got booked for a scene and the dude called me, oh, Suave, Triple H, hey, we need you for this scene, man. You mm. come through and knock this shit out, man. We're going to give you 400 bucks. You know, it's a quick scene. It's a game bang. So you ain't got to do all. I was like, all right, cool. Who's the chick? She's a vet. I'm like, she's a vet. Oh, like a veteran she, like, or like a no, veterinarian? Like a seasoned vet. Like, she's been in the game for a while. Oh. oh. like, who? Like, Nina Hartley? Like, somebody else? Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be big You're name. Like, well... A little more vetting. <laughs> I'm like, huh? It's, it's an old lady gangbang. Oh. I'm like, fuck out of here. Man. Are you serious? <laughs> so I'm like, old lady gang. How old is this shit? Like fucking 40? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm young. I'm like, like 40? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even old. But he's like, nah, 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 nah. Like grandma gang. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, she's probably like 55 or 60. Wow, okay. Maybe she was 65. She was, ah. So check this out. So I get to the scene. I'm drinking my Donald Duck orange juice with vodka. Your Donald Duck orange juice with vodka. (laughs) Because I remember looking at the bottle. So I hit the, I knocked on the, I can't ring the door, but it was, you know, I'm shooting. So I knocked on the door lightly. And the dude opens the door. He's like, go around the back. Go around the side. He goes to the back. And they're they're already started. Oh. Oh. So I'm like, all right, good. Like, this is already going. So I go around, I hit the corner, and look at the lady and throw up in the bush. It was that bad. Whoa. Oh. I was like, fuck. So they're like, yeah, man. You know, come on. Oh, Suave's here. Come on. I'm like, oh. So I knocked the scene out, man. I just knew at that point, like, I was a professional then. I couldn't tell me that. Because mm. if I did that shit, I could do anything. That was terrible. That was the worst. Wow. <laughs> well, to counteract that, what was one of the best experiences you had shooting a scene? Um, Superhead. That was pretty cool. You know, because I, I put her in the game. Who? What's Superhead. Superhead? Corinne, yeah. Corinne? Yeah. So we did a blowjob scene together. And uh, she had some superhead. She had some superhead. She, wow. super she lived up to her name. She lived up to her name. But I mean, I've had better since. But you know, she, at the time, she was like the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that scene. I took her to Mr. Marcus, and Mr. Marcus booked us for a boy-girl scene. But I wrecked my car. Mm. So this word is the best part. I wrecked my car, couldn't get to the scene. So Marcus was like, "Look, 
I want to shoot this chick, man. She's hot. Let me get her before she gets away. Oh, hey. Okay, he's like, because he was like, by the time I wreck the car and I was going to get one the next day, he's like, look, I'm going to jump in the scene with you. I'm going to mm-hmm. do a three-way. I'm like, all right, cool. So when I couldn't get a car, he's like, look, I want to shoot this chick before she gets away because, you know, she's cute and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll pay you and shit. Like, if you did the scene, just let me knock it out because I couldn't get to the scene. Mm-hmm. Are you going to pay me? I gotta, all right, cool. So that was the best scene ever. I didn't have to do it. <laughs> we picked up a check. Wow. So, yeah, it was cool. So I told him, I said, look, man, be careful. This chick called Superhead. She, I found out why. Like, she, <laughs> she gives she like, I've been in the game longer than you. I was like, all right. So uh, that, that night were... I called him back. Like, what's the hottest scene? Like, I'm going to shoot tomorrow. Cause like, Woman. Got you. Huh? He's like, he yeah. busted too fast. Yep. <laughs> oh, he was not ready yep. for the Superhead. Yeah, I told him. Wow, the myth and the legend. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. And if you see the movie, you'll see where she backs him up. He's like, oh, hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's hot that's hot yeah. I like that um, do you ever feel like you're treated differently as like a black porn star as opposed to your white counterparts of course how do you see that play out um, I mean there's favoritism I ain't gonna call it racism I don't call it favoritism mm-hmm. in the industry I mean there's I mean it's mafia oriented too and everything really like how yeah. do you say it? what do you mean like Jewish mafia, Italian mafia, like it's it's ran by that. Huh? No. Believe it. Okay. Yeah, I ain't gonna say no more about that. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you but get yeah. paid as much as your as white porn stars? Nah. No, because that's the favoritism shit. And do you get like as do you get like nice scenes? Like do you get good like directors? And oh yeah. Everything? Yeah, you get good people. Yeah, I mean, it's nice locations, big nice houses, location, yeah. big houses, good yeah. camera shots, and good audio. Nice young ladies. Nice young ladies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, I mean, it's cool. There's nothing to cry about and be like that, but I mean, it's there. Mm-hmm. You know. Do you travel a lot for this for scenes? <laughs> for scenes, nah. Oh. Um, well, I've been on parole my whole fucking career. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So are you currently on parole? I just got on parole. Oh, wow. congratulations. Wow. Last month. Wow. <laughs> Our tech is clapping for you. <laughs> That's so good. Well, congratulations for yeah. that freedom. So now you can kind of yeah. get out. Because I love to travel. So Yeah. And I travel. I, I do sneak and travel, you know. Mm-hmm. East Coast. I love the East Coast. I love New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maryland. Oh, Maryland. Yeah. So you like... So whenever you're shooting a scene, um, you said that it's hard to have like a lot of guys watching you, but like it's kind of inevitable because you have. It doesn't to have... bother me now. Well, oh, now, yeah. now, yeah. yeah, it's a different thing. Yeah. But like you know, you have to have the whole camera crew there, mm-hmm. and audio people, and everybody has to be like over your shoulder or underneath you even. I can be on pitchers mound, Dodger Stadium, sold out seats. Mm-hmm. Fuck both of y'all, it'd be no problem. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. mean, now. I mean, because, you know, you work into that. Yeah. Because uh-huh. before, I'd be like, Shh. see, okay, well, this is also the thing, too. I was in prison mm-hmm. to where, you know, you know the process and all that shit. But then you'd be in, in the shower, and you guys, multiples of shit. So it's like, mm-hmm. that kind of numbs you to that, too. Yeah. So, like, being around a lot of naked men? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you ain't trying to look at them, they ain't trying to look at you. But yeah. This is like a mental thing. Like, is this nigga looking at my fucking ass? Because, you know, you got this dude with a camera. Mm-hmm. Over your shoulder. Yeah. And, and he's, little, is he literally on your shoulder? Literally on your shoulder. Like you feel him 
breathing in your ear. Breathing in your ear. Doing a good Whoa. job. You know, he might have said, yeah. All right, give me 10 more minutes and we're trying to say something. You know, he might just be Whoa. talking to you. And he got his fucking dick hard. You know, it was because of her ass or your ass. Mm-hmm. Like, Back the fuck up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know. But you want to get the good shots. So. Yeah, I mean, you got to have the good shot. And, like, the fewer shots you have, the faster the, the shoot goes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I mean, you really gotta kind of hold, you know, hold your hold breath your through it. <laughs> hold your wood. Hold your wood. I mean, does it help you to like kind of like, hold you know, your cum. hold your cum? It does because it makes it a, a build up, a pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. you get a bigger pop, mm-hmm. like, especially like the blowjob scenes. Like, you know, the director tell me like, you know, let the build up come and just you know stop and resist it because mm-hmm. you have a bigger pop. You got to edge, yeah. Yeah, keep your edge. Well, and it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you like um do you feel like you still does it is it fun definitely sex is great it's is it really? get paid for it is even better yeah you like know? it never does it it but i mean it is work like it is like pretty difficult labor and all put of that it down like to me sex is like a competition mm, it's like a sport i mean it's like it's like me and you like let's go yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you get me. I'm gonna, you're going to come two or three times before I come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. like, put on blast, right? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, and that's just me. I'm a pleaser. So I like, and I love women. It's like, you know, I love eating pussy. It's like, I like, I want you to fucking get yours mm-hmm. a few times before I can put my dick in you, you know? And then after that, it's that part of it. You know, and if I feel you squirt, like- it's that part of it, you know? It's just, <laughs> There's layers to it. I me. feel like, um, like earlier on, like kind of when you mentioned you were starting, like '98 and all, like there is a lot more stigma around like giving head to women. You know, like, um, like oral sex and cunnilingus was like, oh, I'm not a guy who does that. Yeah, it's weird. And girls get away with that. I don't give heads. Like, you know, don't do anal. Yeah. Some girls you can't, you know. Now it's like you got to, mm-hmm. you got to get well, industry head, you got to like come, you got to take it in the face. Mm-hmm. But we're talking VHS and before Viagra. Mm. Like I got in the game before Viagra. Wow. Well, I mean, you were also like very young then too. You were what? Mm-hmm. You said twenty five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's old for the porn game. Yeah, that oh, is sure. older for you the know? porn industry. But I mean, you know, you got guys my age still in the game. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah, totally. Yeah, Ron Jeremy. And yeah, you've been compared to as like the, the black, black Ron, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> the belly, the nose, the hair. How do you feel about that? Oh, that's cool. We laugh about it. Do you yeah. know him? Yeah, yeah, we oh. laugh about it. Is it like kind of like do you kind of know everybody at this point? Yeah. Huh. So, I'm pretty well known myself. And, yeah, and yeah. Like I said, we're it's all a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then we have our events, conventions, and all that. So we all come together. Mm-hmm. Party show, have sex. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been discriminated against by um, a white uh, porn star, or like a white woman who was like, "No, I don't." I mean, yeah, because this white woman was like, "I don't do interracial." Mm. I'll take a person. Was like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, I mean, I guess that is. But we do have what is called a no list. A no list. Yeah, to where you might have a list, but like, oh, I'm not going to work with Suave, Triple X, the gangster porn. I'm not gonna work with Brian Pumper. He's a fucking. Like, you know, you just put, make a list of people you don't want to work with. So no list. Mm. And so they'll know like if they book you, don't book you with. I got don't, some. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I so mean, I guess it's important. I don't think I want anybody's no list. 
Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, uh, cool. okay, so I might be on like a couple girls' notice because I used to fuck with their best friend or still do or whatever. Mm. Mm. So it's like a personal feud thing. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's like you're not oh. if, if you're best friends with this dude, you're not gonna go fucking his wife or mm. you know. Really? Mm-hmm. But I mean, you said kind of like whenever you were introduced to the porn scene, like a couple of the female porn stars came up to you and like kissed you and all of that, and were like. Oh, I hope we work together. But then you like subsequently met their husbands and their yeah, partners. They might be cool with that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't know them, so I don't, you know. Ah, uh, so he ain't my homeboy. I'm gonna go fuck his wife. Oh, okay, <laughs> but but if you if it's like somebody that you're close to in the industry, like I don't know, are you close to like Mendingo or? Mm-hmm. So if so, you wouldn't fuck Mendingo's partner I have already. Yeah, that's okay. Well, the truth. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but for, so. Like when I was um, in a relationship with Lacey Duvall, mm-hmm. her best friends Ice the Fox. So it was like can't do a single Ice, cause, and then her baby daddy is my homeboy too. So mm. just something I wouldn't do. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Just mm. morals. We got we got morals. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this is an etiquette. Are you are you still close with your family? Mm-hmm. Are you and you you're out to them about everything? I assume. <laughs> 22 I mean, years ago, and my yeah. mom knows. My mom's a sick ass. Like, you know, she's a. I don't believe he does it until I see a scene. Let me see him. Oh. Get the fuck out of here. Like, was my mom's head when I was, you know, when I was first got in. Oh, my God. Because my little cousins and everybody was like, oh, you doing porn, man? Send us movies, you know what I mean? So I what? Send, yeah, I sent him a box of fucking 50 movies, different shit. And my mom was there one time. She was like, I want to see. If he's really in, I want to see. Don't let her fucking see that shit. I told her yeah. that shit. And my mom's crazy. That's intense. I mean, I would not. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't know. want to watch my, my family yeah. doing porn. I mean, it's like nothing against them doing whatever they want to do. But it's just a personal though. thing. <laughs> yeah. So, and then um, on the good note of that is like my POs. They were like, oh. Got to come to your job. Like, All right, cool. So they would come, have them go to the dark side office. I'm like, oh, you're a porn star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go back to the warehouse. Man, pick out any movies you want. Mm-hmm. So my PO have like an old box, mm-hmm. like 20, 30 movies. And, oh, thanks, man. I'll see you next month. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my monthly visits and shit. So your family was like pretty accepting and supportive, it sounds like. Yeah, even my grandmother before she passed, she was like, well, just be safe. <laughs> and your kids are chill about it too. Yeah, my daughter, she's twenty nine. Mm-hmm. So I will pick her up. <laughs> one time she liked me to pick her up from school. I always mm-hmm. had a nice car. So mm-hmm. this one time I'm picking her up from, from junior high, and I'm sitting in the car waiting for her. I got the sounds bumping and shit. Mm-hmm. And this little nigga runs up to my car. Austin, big homie from Snoop Dogg porno. What's up, kid? Like, <laughs> oh my god! Get your little ass away from my fucking car. <laughs> don't you ever talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck does he know? <laughs> you know I mean, he's like fucking. Wait, which Snoop Dogg porno was it? Like Girls Gone Wild? Snoop Doggy or? style, not a real Snoop Doggy porn. style. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know about this. I only knew that Snoop emceed one of the Girls Gone Wild tapes. No, he has a porn. He has a couple porn. Yeah. So do you he's know not him then? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I've been knowing him. So what happened with that? So it's a Snoop Dogg porno, and they needed girls. Mm-hmm. And I always had girls, so I, would, I brought like four or five girls to the set mm-hmm. and they're shooting the music video parts mm-hmm. and that's the only parts I'm in so I'm standing around and shit with my girls and shit and 
They're about to ready to do the uh, music video part. And Snoop's just like, hey, cuz, like, come on, cuz, freak these women. Why are we doing the video? You know, we can't do it. We're married. <laughs> like, nigga, oh my gosh. I'm here to chill, I'm drinking, you know, talking That's to so funny. Like, so, cut. boss lady was like, nope. Well, I mean, you know, he never did none of the pornos himself. You know, he just no, he was just, hired he was us just to do the scenes. There, but, yeah. you know, it's parts where his girls there and shit, and it's like, he's like, come on, cuz, jump in here, you know, fuck. Women. So, I'm here, like, you know, licking on asses, sucking on titties and shit while they, you know, doing the music video and dances and shit and all that. So, it was me, him, me, Snoop, and Nate. On one track, and it's me, Goldie Lope, and uh, Trey D. But Trey D was locked up at the time. So it was me, Goldie Lope, Nate Dog. That was cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. A little piece of history. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually, it was a snippet. Uh, it was a shot of me, Snoop, and Nate that was captured and put in the Vibe magazine. So that was pretty cool, too. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some history. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you've kind of interacted with like a lot of celebrities through the years, oh, yeah. and yeah, we're the celebrity celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a it's a different subset of celebrities. Well, they, I mean, yeah. I've had celebrities chase me out the club. Oh man, you the porn on nigga? What's up? Wow. Like, yeah, like, the, Women. Yeah, I got them. What's up? <laughs> so, how much you got? Like, what's going on? So, yeah. do you always kind of like roll around with a crew of women? Pretty yeah. much, yeah. I don't like men. I don't like to be around niggas. You don't hang out temper. with you don't hang out with men. No. Oh. I got a bad temper and I don't play that shit. Okay. I, like I mean, I can kind of appreciate that. It's like some people just do better with women and want to hang out with that well, energy. Just, I mean, it's just it's women are the gateway into like clubs and situations and money and shit like that. Huh. And I learned that being in the industry. Interesting. You know, it's like you want to get in the club and get a porn star. I mean, trust better and bring girls. Don't bring the homies. Yeah. yeah. The homies don't want to fight when they get drunk, do dumb <laughs> shit, and they don't dress right, and we don't want to see niggas. Yeah. That's. I mean, that is true. It's and like you like, gotta, you gotta find thing. a way. And a guy told me that he's like, you in Hollywood, it's women, drugs, and money. Mm-hmm. Bring that, you can get in anything. Wow. Just with one of those. So I start bringing some of the homegirls and shit. I right, come on, we're going to do this. I was shit, let me know if they want to buy some pussy. I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> shit. And then that opened up another thing. So I see my people like, what's up? What's up with you? Oh. I'm like, okay. Give me $500 in your room key. Should be in the room waiting for you. Wow. Basketball right. players and shit like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it it is kind of... Um, nice to have a conduit for people to buy sex work and, and all of that from people, you know? I mean, that's people you can want. trust. That's yeah. what they want. That's yeah. What they want. I want to have it. Do you consider yourself to be a sex worker? Of course. Yeah? I'm a gigolo. Hmm? I said, I'm a gigolo. A gigolo? <laughs> I haven't used, I haven't heard that term this in a dick while. Is still for sale. Any of y'all cool with Women. 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 Cash out me, PayPal, let's go. <laughs> Dick you down swell. Has uh, doing porn affected your love life? A lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how so? Fucked it up. Really? Oh. Mm, I mean, it's just that. <sighs> it's a frustrating thing. It's like this career picked me. Mm-hmm. I didn't go chasing to be in porn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They chased me down to be in porn. Yeah. And because of that, it's like I can't have... I've lost good fucking quality 
civilian women because mm-hmm. they can't get past the. You're a porn star. You always got women. Like, you were always at clubs. And women. It's all in your face. They want to give you lap dance and just be all around you. I'm like, what's the problem again? <laughs> no. And it's just like you know they just can't take it, and it's like. You know, it's, it's it's hard for women to fathom that. Hmm. And I'd be like, and, they, and my niggas would hit me, oh, man, you always got the women. F- why you invite me? For what? I don't want to. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's just like, it's in the moment. Like, you don't just pick up the phone. Off. Uh, I got eight. Women. Pull up. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't plan it either. It's like, yeah. I don't call these girls and be like, oh, I'm going to be at the club over here tonight. Meet me over there. I just go in the club. I might even be by myself. And the next thing you know, I'm. And a plethora of of ladies. Yeah, it's all on my IGs every night. It's like wow. I don't plan it. Hmm. I don't arrange it. I don't pay for it. So it's been hard for a lot of women to work past the fact that you are in this industry and you are. Well, I mean, you you're retired now, though. I'm retired, but I'm not retired. (laughs) It's just like Uh, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not buried. I mean, I'm not dead. So it's just. I'm it's still who I like, am. Like if people called you up to like. Oh no no no! I'm retired as far oh, in that okay. aspect, but I'm just saying it's like, um, I'm still a porn star. I'm still a suave chabrette. I'm still a cool ass nigga. Oh, so yeah. it's kind of it's like, like it's like your history is out there, and this is no. Like, it's just like I'm a good person, so people see me, they want to be around me. Yeah. Oh, okay. You okay. know what I mean? Because women feel safe and secure around me, mm-hmm. and I'm not like a pussy hound. I'm not like a nigga that's like, oh, so man, we gonna fuck. Man, I'm, I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just chill. I like to be around beautiful women. Mm. And to be around that, they got to be secure and want to be around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once they know, like, Suave got your back, and he ain't going to let nothing happen to you, let nobody, you know, fuck with you, and he ain't trying to just fuck every fucking women around you. You mm. can't fuck them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's just like, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm really like that. It's like, you could be around me and we ain't got to, like, fuck. Mm. I mean, if we already fucking, this is already prerequisite. That mm-hmm. we probably don't fuck, but if we not fucking and we just have an understanding that we just chill and cool, mm-hmm. I don't care about fucking every chick. Mm-hmm. I want that one quality chick. Yeah. So wait, you. So, but you said so you've retired from the porn industry. Mm-hmm. Fully. Fully retired from the porn industry. Do you not? You have no other desire to. You don't want to get back into it at any point. No. I'm cool. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but so you're retired from the porn industry now, and mm. has your like love life changed at all? Like gotten any better since? <laughs> no. no, no, you're still circling from the same problems. It's just, it's just to be in a real serious relationship with a civilian chick. It's not gonna happen. Mm. Well, well, what about porn not? stars? Yeah. What about another female <laughs> porn star? I'll try that too. I mean, I've been engaged like, um, I was engaged to Candace Vine. And I've been in like multiple relationships in the industry. All the chicks, all the top chicks. Mm-hmm. And so. What what happened? Was it just you weren't compatible in the end? It was. It's it? just a lot. It's like there's a lot to deal with us. Period. Mm-hmm. So to have two of us together, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, to have a civilian chick like I got a chick that wants to fuck with me, but she's just like you always around women. I'm like. I like mm. Women. So yeah. I was basically, I need to have a girl that likes girls too, as much as I do. Yeah, I mean, do you? Is it because like the situation with your kind of female entourage is, 
is like kind of like there is like the kind of sexy tension between you guys or is it just like you d the women don't want you to hang out with women period it's just it's, it's the thing it's like <clears throat> to me I think it's what attracted them to me yeah I yeah. mean that's kind of what it sounds like to me and then it's like once they like want to fuck with me it's like oh, I don't like that yeah okay so now you want to turn me into a square ass nigga Turn you into you, somebody that you are that not. That you don't want to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like when I'm the popping dude, it's cool, but not in a relationship. But then they want to yeah. take control of you and yeah. they want to rein that in. I mean, that's really hard. I think a lot of sex workers struggle with that. Because mm -hmm. I'll be on IG, you know, just snapping shit. Mm -hmm. And I'll get a call from like three different chicks the next day. Oh, so you got women on your face. You kiss some bitches on the cheek. You know, mm. so it's like, so yeah. Like, I'm not on there fucking them. Yeah, you know, we're just chilling. You feel like the line is different. Like it's like you can flirt, but like sex is the thing that's off. I'm very flirtatious. I'm a sexual person. Mm -hmm. So I like exude sex. Yeah. You know, so it's like I'm, not, I'm very flirtatious. So it's like, as if a pretty chick in my face, you know, we I'm hollering. Talk and pop at her, and we're just fucking around, but mm -hmm. it's nothing crazy, nothing serious. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like porn has made you like a better lover, or um, do you yeah, a lot of practice, a lot of practice. I've had a lot of practice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like I said, I'm into women, so I'm into pleasing. I'm into like studying the, you know, the woman that I'm with, mm -hmm. and just like get to know her and please her and just. Just know where to touch her, just to be like excited. Once yeah. you know that that touch or that look or that fuck you, let's you know, then you know you got her. That's, mm. that's hot. You know what I mean? If you could just mm. drop a text like thinking about you, and she starts thinking about you, and what's up, and then you be like, what's up later? We gonna mm -hmm. run that back or? You like the way I sucked your toes last night. Was, <laughs> you know what I mean? If you could just say something, just put you in that moment, put her in that moment, uh -huh. and she gets a thing about you and the juice is flowing, I mean, that's just foreplay. That's just sex. That's just the start of it. Yeah, where do you feel like sex begins? Sex begins in the morning when you leave the house and you drop that text like, I miss you. Can't wait oh, to see you. Wow. That just starts it because it's that's like... That's really cute. It puts, it puts you in her head. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know? No, that's smart. I mean, I totally get that. Sometimes you just want to... You can use it. I mean, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to use it. I'll take this advice. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, because women like to be thought about. Yeah. And desired. That's true. Totally. And anybody does. Yeah, especially yeah. if you are if you already have that going on. Like, it's probably in the back of her mind already. And just to have that, it's like that little, like, that tingle of like, oh. Tingle. He's, mm. he's exactly thinking right. of me. Right. <laughs> and what's to come, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's just it's just a technique. You know, and guys don't realize that like sex starts. Women think about sex more than we do. Yeah, I, I totally agree with proven. that. Like mm -hmm. it's just a fact, and guys don't understand that. And they, you know, oh, the bitch pussy was dry, man. She had whack pussy. Like, no, you a whack ass nigga because you. Know, <laughs> like, pussy's dry. Eat the woman or get some lube. Like, what, did you nice quit yeah. there? Like, what the fuck mm -hmm. you talking about? Did, did, you, did porn make you feel like more comfortable with using lube? Because yeah. I think like a lot of guys maybe shy away from it, like oh, like you know, there's something wrong if she's dry. It's like, well, there's just some real like you know, she's gonna be wet for a while, but like, it's not an endless fountain of wet. Like, first of all, 
<laughs> for you idiots and premature ejaculators, if you learn <laughs> to use lubrication, it'll save your fucking life. Um. Like, cause, because it saves your career. It's like, mm-hmm. if you use lube, there's less friction, mm-hmm. which is less pleasure, which is makes the sex last longer. Because mm-hmm. if a girl has tight pussy already, wet or not, it's gonna be like a str- I hate it. Yeah. To do a scene with a girl that's tight pussy. Mm. I don't wanna do a scene. At home, give me her. But not at work. Because <laughs> I gotta last fucking four positions and it's like, mm. fuck, it's too good. Like, hold on, all right, hold on. Okay. All right. You know, it's just like a lot of stop and go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the lube helps. If you had to give advice to somebody entering the porn industry, and I'm gonna say a man in this case, what would you tell him? Don't quit your day job. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, just... Okay, so... To me, it's really not a porn industry anymore. Oh, It's all okay. about OnlyFans and websites. And True. Camming. It's not like it used to. And yeah, a lot of it camming. is free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I, don't, I mean, they hit me up all the time. They slide my deal, becoming trying to get in the industry. What's your advice? Just get don't a chick, do it. get OnlyFans, and get paid. Okay. Get that's, your own money. Get that's your fantastic own advice. That's fantastic advice. Yeah. Totally. I mean, like, that's the biggest issue is, like, you don't get 100% of what you're working for whenever you're working with a company. Like, you mm-hmm. might as well just get all of the money. So. Yeah, pay OnlyFans. They a little percentage, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. That makes Cause sense. Because we got girls making 30000 40000 a month. Yeah. On OnlyFans. Yep, I believe it. Mm-hmm. And then you got civilians making money. Yeah. Instagram celebrities, all true. these chicks. Yeah, that's true. I mm-hmm. got Belle Delphine and all. Making money. They getting good bread. Yeah. True. All right. Well, I guess it's time for a commercial break. Do your tits sing low? Do they wobble to the floor? Do they shine in the light? Wait, can you do this louder? <laughs> <laughs> Do your tits hang low? Do they wobble to and fro? Do they shine in the light? Okay. <laughs> Shiny, low-hanging tits. What else could there be to life? Unless you lost the lottery of life. That's why we're here. Some of us are less fortunate and have boring breasts. I founded this company because I looked in the mirror one day and saw matte orange breasts with breadcrumbs permanently embedded in my soft, soft, velvety textured skin. The dimples on my thighs playing up the papery, watery complexion. Caught in my eyes, my hand grazing the yolk dripping from my lips. I licked again and again and again. I have three areolas, one on my left cheek, kissing softly the underbrushings of my cum soaked clavicles. <laughs> Cock is one of my favorite tastes. Not only that, but balls smell amazing. It makes me go a little crazy on it, to be honest. Like, I cannot get it far enough down my throat to be satisfied. I'm only satisfied when I feel those intense, powerful, salty hot pumps have come down my throat when I sit back on my heels look back up at you with cum all over my mouth and slobber running my neck hair all fucked up and wipe my mouth with the back of my arm and ask if I did a good job and you cannot even speak because I've drained all of your energy out the tip of your dick that's when I'm satisfied call today that wasn't from Tank was it Huh? <laughs> that was, that was um, a quote from John Green. Uh, oh. <laughs> Chris is a fan. Who is what John was the name Green? from Tank to say? Um, he, he wrote The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, um, okay. Nice. <laughs> 
Crash Course <laughs> World History on YouTube. Awesome. And he um, loves the taste of cum more and than the smell anything. smell of balls. Hot. Okay. So, great. Okay, so I'm going to read a couple of our reviews. This is from Beat underscore Enough. Beat Enough. And the the uh, review says, Goddess bless, and it gives us five stars. Oh. At Pretty Boy Girl is one of my favorite storytellers on Instagram, and their voice and the way they use words really transport you. I typically only like story-driven podcasts with zero banter. I guess because if the podcast has banter, it's often just two cishet dudes jerking off to their own voices. This is the opposite of that. <gasps> Goddess bless. Oh. Thank you. Um, well, I mean, yes. Sorry, you. Well, th- yes. Thank you. I'm going to say thank you. Um, this is by Kim Alicia. Best podcast. Five what? stars. Everyone on this show is so charming and smart. I learn and laugh and love the behind the scene perspective of sex work. And Lazy Food Lover says sex workers are people. And it cuts off the full title of this, but um, I'm. I don't know. It starts with a W and dot, dot, dot. All right, five stars. Amazing. The topics covered are wonderful and allow people the ability to discover that this is a job like any other. It gives you a huge insight into the trials and tribulations in a profession that is hugely stigmatized for illegitimate reasons, mainly oppression. Love. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, thank you all so much. I have for- a post that I like, too, that relates to that. Oh, nice. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Ben. Thank you all for um, rating, and Thank please you. continue rating and subscribing. We would please. love more five-star ratings. Love it. Um, how about if you rate, you could tell us what your ideal, um, I was going to say date would be, but... Fantasy strip club. Fantasy strip club. Oh, yeah. What would your <laughs> ideal fantasy strip club look like? Please tell us. Write in in the reviews. As ridiculous as you want it to be. Yes. It could be a giant trampoline with all strippers, dances, clowns <laughs> who never take off their clothes but are still sensual. It could be anything. <laughs> They're just chanting pussy every time Pussy! 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 <laughs> <laughs> So, Bimbocracy, who is a sex worker on Tumblr, or maybe it's Bimbocracy? Bimbocracy. I'm going to say Bimbocracy. I like the sound of that. Mm -hmm. For the last fucking time, no sex workers are not objectifying themselves or commodifying themselves. I think I said that in a weird way where it sounded like no sex workers aren't... Anyway. We are objectified and commodified by society slash men, whether or not we like it, whether or not we give our consent, whether or not we do sex work. Sex workers are not objectifying themselves. They're collecting a check from the objectification they will experience regardless. Not to mention sex work is not the only profession in which women are, quote, selling their bodies, so to speak. Women's bodies are used to sell basically everything, and I do mean everything. That's true. Are models objectifying themselves? How about female pop stars? How about actresses? How about waitresses in clubs? How about any other profession that has something to do with looks, or any job at all? I mean, you can't really hold a job without quite literally selling the use of your body to someone else. If you think that's only objectification when applied to sex work, you are the one objectifying sex workers. And then... She goes on to say, rad femmes are like, quote, you can sell your entire body except for that one evil part, and it's fine. But as soon as your dirty, dirty genitals are in play, <laughs> you're complicit in your own oppression. Your dirty, dirty genitals. Um, Anna Nicola um, adds, not to mention sex work doesn't always involve that part that rad femmes are obsessed with. Anyway, I liked it because it was, like, concisely said, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, I have some reviews. This one is kind of weird. Oh, strip I, club reviews. Strip club reviews, yeah. Um, and these are from Oklahoma. Oh, what? We yeah, have... so I have, but I don't know. Like, they use one word that I think is offensive. So should I CW? Yeah, well, yeah, you should. Or skip over the word? Maybe skip over it. Okay, so I'm going to content warn you guys. They use the, they, they say the M word to describe little people. So this is a one-star review by Zach Rawl of uh, Little Darlings in OKC. So the night started off great. The doorman was polite. He was fast. He told my wife and I about this special, so we dropped a hundred getting in the door. The waitress was overworked, but when she did manage to get around, was wonderful, so no complaints on her. My wife and I sit, watch some girls dance, relax. Finally, we find one we like. I buy my wife a dance. She comes back and says some creepy little dude who had spent the night walking around with an iPad kept walking by and gawking. After the dance, she came back and said little soy boy had made her so uncomfortable that she couldn't get another dance. Huh. We, we wait a while. The girl that danced for my wife comes by and offers us both a VIP dance. We agree because I'll be there. Halfway through the dance, the little soy boy interiors us and starts lecturing all of us, me, my wife, and the dancer. My wife freaks. So wonderful club, beautiful dancers, overworked, but pretty and uh, polite waitresses, wonderful front desk, but unless that small soy boy gets fired, we will never come back. He destroyed the whole night. What? Sorry? (laughs) And I just want to understand why he gave the club a one star whenever it seemed like the club was fine. Except for this patron. Yeah, and who even was this dude that and was just lecturing? Soy boy. <laughs> yeah, what? I'm like, is this like a weird, like, autocorrect? Weird. <laughs> um, okay, so now there's another one. This is for the Red Dog Saloon. And um, I also read a lot of reviews that said this club is super racist. So side note oh, about that. They okay. don't really hire black dancers. Okay, well. Good to know. All right, this is by Rick Terry, and it's one star. Three months ago, at 12.30 a.m., I came in. I just turned 21, so my first time in a strip club, most of the woman was cute, and I was on Facebook looking at posts, and one of the entertainers came over and tried to snatch my phone out of my hand. I didn't even get to finish my beer because I then didn't feel safe. Terrible. She should get fired. Hmm. There were no periods in that. <laughs> and I'm also like, you're 21. You can't afford to be there. Yeah, what? Exactly. <laughs> Go away, Ricky. <laughs> Bye. Bye. The, the owner responded and said, sorry for your bad experience. We have recently had customers taking slash posting pics of the girls, which is against the law. The girl you spoke of may have mistaken you for one of those individuals posting illegal pics. Hope you give us another chance. Pretty nice. That's, yep. Um, so <laughs> this one is by Destiny Arms, the same place. <laughs> Suave is snoring. Okay, he had a long night at Crazy Girls. Yeah. Shout out to him for that. Shout out. Anyway. Shout out. Um, so this is Destiny Arms, and it is a one star. Or, oh, this is a five star review. Uh, three years ago, best place to go in Oklahoma City. Beautiful girls, all ethnic. This city. So, <laughs> ethnicity is spelled E C N I T H I S I T Y. Okay. Ethnicity. 
Ethnicity. That's pretty good. <laughs> quarter beer on Thursdays after 9 p.m. Quarter? What does that mean? Like one quarter? I don't know. Two dollar pints during all Thunder games. I guess it is a quarter if the pints are just two dollars. <laughs> what the? Best place f- by far. Amazing people and and great specials. Work here and and wouldn't work here anywhere else in Oklahoma. And then this is all caps. Anywhere else. This is all caps. Nice. Not all the girls are crackheads here. End of review. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love whenever dancers review the clubs. (laughs) Okay, this is the last review, and this is also of the saloon, um, Red Dog Saloon. So last review. Uh, By Kenny Perry, one star. Suave is still asleep. (laughs) 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 Okay, this is from a year ago. People wake up! This is known as a rough biker bar. End of review. (laughs) Okay, alright. This has been another episode of Ho in the Know. Um, You can follow us on... Actually, we now have an Instagram page that is definitely not up to date because I'm trying to include all of our new historical hoes. But it exists. It's spelled the way that our show is spelled. So uh, consider joining and checking out our historical hoes page. And you can have some uh, headshots to go along with the stories that we've provided. So, Suave. Yes, where can we find you on the webs? Suave triple X underscore C O M on all platforms. Awesome. And then uh, where can we buy your book? On Amazon.com. Spell in Suave triple X S U A V E X X X. All one word. Awesome. Or Suave triple X.com or Suave Secrets.com. Yeah, and you can also search Amazon for How I Became the Gangster of Porn. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is out right now. And we are so excited. We're going to go home and read this book. I was um, reading it last night. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Um, so, Clover, where can we find you? Um, you can find me either in Purgatory or on Instagram at little underscore four leaf. The four is a number. Everything else is... A leaf. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be the um, account that has zero posts. But don't worry, because someday I will have a post... Mm-hmm. Or maybe even a hundred. Wow! Amazing, incredible, best content ever. Um, I am Selena the Stripper. You can find me on Instagram at Pretty Boy Girl. You can subscribe to our Patreon and support this um, this podcast and support all of the work that we do and get access to free exclusive stories of me in the club doing all kinds of stuff and talking to customers and having crazy candid conversations. Um, and, uh, so yeah, you should definitely consider subscribing. You can subscribe for as little as a dollar a month or five bucks a month if you're really loving us. If you're a sweet and wonderful person, we would totally cherish you. Also, leave a review. We will totally read them on the show, and we love you so much if you do it. We would love you so much if you would do it. We would love that. All right, so this has been an episode of How in the Know. Thank you so much for tuning in, and have a wonderful week. Have a... A whole week. Have a ho ho ho. ho, ho. Super bros. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Peace. More money, I want your money. I want more money. 